Hey friends, welcome to Thrive and Align Healing Podcast. This is Kim. And this is Carmen. And we basically solve all the world's problems here on the podcast. Just kidding. We talk about holistic healing. We explore ways to change our thinking um, and the mind-body connection to stimulate healing in our body. So you know, all that mind-body-soul stuff. Yep, that's what we talk about each week. So thanks for joining us. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome back to Thrive and Align Healing Podcast. This is episode 40, and we are going to talk this week about emotional fatigue and hope in 2021. Um, and this is also, I just want to take a moment to just like honor this moment. Like episode 40, I feel like is like a turning point for Dr. Carmen and I, you know, like we didn't know what we were doing when we first started this podcast and we've had to learn as we go. Right. And, you know, putting your stuff out there, you're putting yourself in a situation for either people to love you or people to hate you. Right. There's just, and, and as we've kind of grown and grown and I just feel like episode 40, this one is like the turning of a chapter for us. Like we're coming into our own and like we're owning it. So I want to celebrate that for a moment. <laughs> Let's talk about it, Carmen. 2021, the hope, the people are emotionally fatigued from this year, right? Yes. It's been exhausting for us people. We all, most of us always live in stress anyways. We've had this added stress, this added fear, this added unknown, all these added rules and what we should and shouldn't do um, with no promises of when it will end. So humans do not like the unknown. So we've been in this unknown and I think just people are tired. They're tired of the stress and the fear. We're tired of being told what to do and then the next day it's changing. We're tired of being told that we can't see our family or living in fear, you know, um, tired. Yeah. It's understandable that we're tired, right? Um, because we have all these different stimuli coming at us and the majority of them are negative, right? Um, we get wrapped up into, you know, um, especially around the pandemic, those numbers that are going up, right? Those family and friends who are getting sick. Um, we worry about them. Those, you know, um, folks that we know that have passed on, we worry about all, um, all of that. And it just keeps building and building, right? And the trouble is, is that there's not necessarily this, like, light at the end of the tunnel. And so we get bogged down with this constantly being in this sympathetic state, in this, you know, fight or flight state, in this stress, anxiety, fear, um, fearful state. And so, and that wears on us, that wears on our body, our physical health, as well as our mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, as 2020, um, as we move into 2021, a lot of people are hoping for sort of this, this newness, right? Like, let's just clean the slate. Let's start over. Um, 2021 is going to be a much better year, right? Um, and I think the challenge goes with us setting up those expectations of just changing the calendar from 2020 to 2021. Um, Because a lot of folks uh, are looking at, you know, what's going to change, 
<clears throat> um, in this year and what's going to change as far as um, the the uh, climate around us, mm -hmm. right? I know a lot of folks are really hoping, um, <clears throat> I hear a lot of folks are hoping, right, that the vaccine is going to be this miracle cure uh, for COVID. And so once they get vaccinated, they can go about doing whatever they want to do. They can go about traveling. They can go about being, you know, um, free like they felt before in 2019. Um, or, yeah, the vaccine is just going to, or not the vaccine, the virus is just going to disappear and um, go away and then you know we don't have to worry about it mm -hmm. um, and I think that that even though that's sort of this um, exciting sort of a false light at the end of the tunnel um, when some of those things don't come through or that people may not be able to get vaccines until this summer maybe April at the earliest um, if they want to do that and the virus is, is still changing. Um, so our social climate and our political climate, um, isn't as likely to change, uh, that drastically in the new year, right? That's because it's 2021. Right. So, um, addressing that emotional fatigue, right? Addressing that, um, we may not be able to change, you know, our, community and the world at large, but we can begin to change our thoughts and perceptions about what's going on and how we've been handling things um, and how to address that emotional fatigue, that um, anxiety, that depression, that tra traumatic um, uh, experience for some folks that uh, the pandemic in the 2020 has had on us. Yeah, yeah. And I think we have to, so when we tell, as practitioners, when we tell our clients, our patients, right, like that we have to change that emotional response using thoughts, right? We have to change the thoughts and the beliefs. It goes even deeper than that. Like we have to dive down into yeah. control. Yeah. Right. Where is control? Where does it lie? Does it lie within you? Does it lie outside of you? I did a post about when, um, before life coaching that I thought control lied outside of me, that my parents had it, the government had it, God had it. Um, my significant others had it, men had it, women had it, but I didn't have it. Yeah. So all those things I had to manipulate and try to control and change to grasp for some level of control, right? And I don't think that we're addressing that issue because I think there's fundamentally a majority belief that they don't have control. Yeah, I agree. I mean, a lot of people think, oh, you know, um, that it's, it's outside of us, right? It's, yeah, the, um, the, the government, right? Even the doctors have that control. Um, I don't have that, um, which is a false belief, right? Right. That feels very real. Like, well, we're, I'm going to acknowledge that. So if you're listening to this and you're like, but wait, like it feels so real as real as the hand on your arm, right? That the control does lie outside of you, but 
there is also a portion of us that know that it doesn't, right? Like we've seen behind the curtain and realize it doesn't. That the locus control has always been inside of you and you've always been in control. And how can I say that? Because control comes from your brain and no one can control your brain but you. And everything you're seeing and experiencing is subjective interpretation. What you see from the outside world, you're filtering it through your perspective. And if your perspective says, I don't have control, then you're going to filter and see a world where you don't have control because your brain does not want to be wrong. It's going to, okay, that's what we believe. That's what the evidence we're going to go find. Yeah. That's part when of I, our programming. Do what? Part of the programming. Yeah. That we've, yeah. And so a really good exercise that I have my clients do is to take the thought I'm fully in control of my life and hundred percent responsible and to take that and then do thought downloads on it. Like what, what does that make you feel when you think that thought, when you say that thought out loud, what other thoughts come up when you hear and think that thought that I'm a hundred percent in control of my life and the control and I am responsible for my life. It, for most people, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Well, it's scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's so much easier to live in victim mentality and say, I'm not in control. You are, right? The government is. And if the government makes a mistake, it's their fault, not mine. I just did what they told me to do, right? Like, it's not my fault that my immune system isn't good. It's not my fault that I don't eat a great diet and that I don't exercise. It's not my fault. I wore the mask. I socially distance. I don't know why I got COVID. It's the yeah. government's fault. They told me to do these things. I did it and I still got it and they don't have a vaccine. Not my yeah. fault. Right? Like that is classic victim mentality. Whenever you can point the blame elsewhere, then you know, it should be a red flag in your brain. Oh, I'm living off a of victim mentality right now, which is not your fault, right? Like it is definitely a social programming method. Mm -hmm. right as long as the people don't believe they have control or power then we as an institution whatever it may be religious public schools government that's power yeah um i think it is very challenging because when you stop and you think okay if the decisions that I've made, if, you know, have been reactive, right? If I feel like that I don't have control, like that it's somebody else's fault that I'm in the situation that I'm in. Mm -hmm. um, when you stop and you put that mirror up and you reflect and figure out, okay, you know, um, if that's the case, then the things that I've done, the things where I'm at um, uh, in my time and space, uh, if I'm not happy with that person, if I'm not happy with those decisions and I'm the one to blame, that really feels crummy. Right? It's a hard pill to swallow. It is very, very hard. And so a lot of people, and that's, I mean, one, um, it takes a lot of work to, to, to want to put up that mirror and figure out, okay, you know, um, how did I get here? Right? Like, how did I get here in my health and wealth and happiness? Um, 
and how when you know and, and um where do i want to be right mm -hmm. um but when people look at themselves and they're not happy with their situation um or with their physical health uh and they realize that they have not been that they're accountable for that um people get really down about that right like they get really down they get really depressed they're like well gosh if you know i've been doing this for 20 30 40 50 years and this is where it's got me how am i going to get out of this situation right and how much victim mentality lying to you right how yeah. am i going to get out it's like yeah you get out the same way you got in you make different choices that's all it's all about choices and making the choice today right yeah yeah so i think when we take that power back right and start to make those choices then you start to get that your locus of control mm -hmm. right yeah um but i think it's uh that that challenge is, is hard right um for folks but it's i think it's essential to be able to make those choices or at least take that reflection do those thought downloads to try and um identify behind the curtain what's there right um because it opens up a whole nother uh, dimension for people it opens up a whole nother like world of opportunities when you take um that you know uh that chance and you say okay you know what this is my decision um and i'm gonna do what works for me regardless of what's going on around me regardless of what's going on in my family what people are saying around me you know what's going on in the government what's going outside going on outside um i mean there's a lot of power in that um sure. and then you become more um a more solid foundation within yourself if you will right yeah you become a person that you dreamed of being yes right yeah. like we don't fulfill like as humans i think all, most of us regardless of our spiritual journey okay i think humans are fundamentally wired like to want to take care of ourselves want to take care of the people that we love and want to take care of the earth right and that includes like we all just kind of fundamentally want like everyone to be taken care of right and we want to live our purpose we want that so we can live our purpose we want our soul and our life here to matter right i think that's a fundamental human need i want i want my my life to matter mm -hmm. And if we want to get to a place where we live our purpose and our soul to matter, we have to be the locus of control, right? Like, yeah, you don't become what you're supposed to be by somebody else or it happening or it magically falling out of the sky. You make a decision that I am in control of my life. I'm in control of this. And all my life is a matter of accumulation of choices, my choices yeah so when you take that control then you become more proactive versus reactive yeah. right so then all these stimuli that are coming at you on a regular basis right um it's less likely for you to get in that emotional fatigue cycle because 
you are in control, right? You're being proactive in your life, in your decisions, um, and showing up in a way that you want to. Yeah. Not as a reactionary, okay, I'm showing up because, you know, I feel like I have to, or because, you know, this entity told me I had to, or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that's where the world will change. Yes. When the humans take the locus of control back and we show up and we were proactive, we stop trying to control other people. Right. And we start living our lives and staying in our lane. Mm -hmm. We're reactive. We're just like all over the place and all these other people's business and all these other lanes and having opinions and bitching about things like that doesn't like bitching doesn't change things. You want to change things and you take and you become the locus of control and you become the change you want to see. Yeah. You know, and like, why am I harping on this? Because we, I've seen so many memes and people say like, there was one meme that said, if you in 2020 asked for endless weekends, please stop asking for them. Right? Like, cause this is what this year feels like is an endless weekend. Um, and so there's all these memes that are building us up to like 2020 was real shitty. It was terrible. Like we cannot wait for 2021. So it's building that mentality for us. Like it'll be different. The calendar will change and it will be different. And then we have another angle coming to us, like the vaccines coming out. That's going to make this better. Right? So we've got those two things coming at us. Like, here's your hope the calendar changing in this vaccine in 2021 is going to get back to normal. It's where our brains take that, right? Cause that's what we want. We want normalcy. We want consistency. Yeah. But we all, I think secretly know it's not going to change. January one is going to be the same as December 31st. Yeah. Right. It, it only changes if you choose to change it. Yes. Yeah. So, um, those things that are coming at us, those things that are changing, um, uh, outside of us, right. With in the world at large, um, aren't going to change how you go about your day-to-day business unless you change it. Yeah. So for, um, for folks who struggled with 2020, right, with the pandemic and kind of, you know, feel like um, when our schedules changed, right, when our ability to um, uh, travel has changed, our ability to kind of move um, throughout this world freely has changed, um, if people feel, kind of feel like they were flailing, by changing the calendar to 2021 and the idea um, of the vaccine is not going to change that, right? Um, it's not uh, those, this is what bugs me is because, um, I mean, people put together those memes because that's what they feel like, right? But there's not going to be like this magical shift um, just because those things have come out in a different year right? Um, it's, yeah, you have, it's, it, it's a matter of working on, um, our perception and what we want to change, what we want to do going forward, um, is what's going to make the difference. It's not going to be a different 
calendar year. It's not going to be, yeah, um, uh, a vaccine. It's not going to be a different political climate. It's going to be uh, what you want to see different. Yeah. Hi, today we wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about this book club that we've started here at Thrive and Aligned. Um, we started a book club for a couple of different reasons. We wanted to grow a tribe of like-minded people who are interested in personal development and growth to better understand your mind, body, and spirit relationship um, to support our overall health and wellness. So if you are somebody who loves to read books, you want to be part of our community, and you're eager to grow in mind, body, and spirit, we encourage you to join our book club. So what do you get? You get um, a box every month that's going to have the book in it and some additional surprises that go along with the theme for the month. Um, you have four gatherings. So all four of them are virtual. Two of them have the option to be in person as well. So you get to get together as a community and talk about this book, what you're learning, questions, dive deeper, um, get Dr. Carmen's perspective from a physician, get my perspective as a life coach. Um, you're also gonna get access to the private Facebook group and um, just this community, this amazing community of people that are like-minded learning going deeper and um it's just it has been amazing and it's only 34 dollars a month so to register you'll go online to thriveandalignhealing.com you'll see up in the top menu book club and remember that the registration is by the fifth of each month so if you want to join for december then you would have to register by november 5th right if you're wanting january then you have to register by december 5th the fifth of every month is the registration deadline for the next month's book club so once you register um, it's a monthly subscription you will receive your book in this fun box and all the gifts each month um, and it's we'll just have a great time so join us thriveandalignhealing.com And it, it astonishes me. And I know like as humans, we don't make rational decisions or choices when we're coming from a place of fear, right? Like it's all reactionary and it's all about animalistic survival, really. Like there is no logic and rationale when we come from a place of fear. So when you're flaming from a place of fear and you grab onto this little hopeful thing here, there is no logic or rationale backing up what we've grabbed onto as the hope, right? Like so many people I know, they're like that vaccine, like literally angels are coming down and singing with this vaccine, right? Like it's a miracle worker. And I have to have compassion and understand like, okay, they're coming from a place of fear. So therefore there is no logic behind this savior belief in this vaccine. Because when you pull it back to logic, like, look, correct me if I'm wrong, Carmen. We have never cured a virus. <laughs> Viruses don't disappear. They stay a part of the world's ecosystem, right? Our bodies adapt and learn how to fight it and rid it 
but no vaccine has ever done that for we still have chicken pox we still have the flu we still have the cold right and like how effective is that flu vaccine like this one is not gonna be any different uh yeah so it's a little bit um of a challenge because um the vaccine that they're creating for the COVID is very different than any other vaccine that, that we've had on the market for the last 80 years, right? Um, and so without making this a whole vaccine right. podcast, um, I do wanna say though that um, the vaccines that they've created, this mRNA vaccine, the two different options that are available now um, have not been done before. And so even though there's probably about 25 vaccines out on the market these days, none of them are mRNA um, vaccines. So this is very different with biotechnology and these and nano um, particles and nanotechnology. So that being said, I'm telling folks, we don't know what the long-term effects are of this vaccine right? We don't know what the long-term efficacy is of this vaccine. Um, so putting all your eggs in that basket uh, may not be the best option long-term. And all we're um, asking is like, look at the coin from both sides. Because some yes. people are going to interpret that like, this is not like any other, so it's going to work. Yeah. Right? And then there's those of us who are like, this isn't like any other. What's the long-term side effect, right? Just look at both sides of the coin. It's unknown. Yeah. It could be phenomenal and truly be the savior of the world. It could yeah. also be very detrimental to us as humans. Right. I think relying, so on either side of that spectrum, relying wholeheartedly on one thing to fix it, right? This magic vaccine to fix um, this yeah, virus at large is is um not realistic yeah. right uh because even if people were to go and line up and everybody got vaccinated i mean it's a virus it's out in the environment right it's just like um other viruses it's not going to disappear just because people get vaccinated right it's still going to be within our ecosystem um so we're still just gonna yeah um be able or our body's going to learn how to um, deal with that virus, just like it does any other virus we're exposed to. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, by putting all this um, hope into something externally from us is also uh, same thing, right? Playing into this victim mentality. Um, I have a lot of people who come to me who have kind of, lost hope um, as far as their physical wellness goes, right? They've been to doctors, they've had tests, they've been to the Mayo Clinic, they've done all these things, and everybody tells them, I'm sorry, this is as good as it gets, right? You're not going to get any better. Mm -hmm. um, they're also, they're incorporating what they've been told, right, from um, doctors, what they've been told from other medical organizations, that this is it, that they're never going to be well. Mm -hmm. um, instead of, you know, and so then we talk about, we talk about how the body works. We talk about how the body wants to regenerate and they get this, this um, hopefulness, right? So that hope has to come from within us. 
sorry, my dog's knocking the table. But um, the hope has to come from within us, right? Mm -hmm. um, not from things surrounding us. Um, so it's part of the same thing as part of that locus of control is that we have the power to create that hope um, just as well as we have the power to create the solutions that we need in our life. Exactly. And it goes back to the story we talked about in the podcast before um, uh, of the research showing like when somebody believes like two different people, both of them have cancer, both of them have like same stage as everything. Right. And one believes has kind of lost hope and put only their hope in the medical community. Right. And then the other person believes in the medical community, but also their body's ability to heal itself and their hope of them living. Like you will have two different outcomes. Right. It's simply the, and it's nothing other than the thoughts and the belief. Yeah. Um, you're exactly right. When you take um, similar or yeah, situations, um, and you can, you account for all the variables within, uh, their health and within their medical status. And then you look at their mindset. Mm -hmm. If their mindset is not there, right. If they are not hopeful, um, and they're, they're fearful, right. Um, or they, they've lost hope. They're fearful. Um, they're depressed, right. They're, um, uh, n not in a surviving state, right? Mentally, then, um, their numbers, their labs will be worse. Uh, the outcome is often worse, uh, because the power of our mind is so important, um, is in relationship to our physical health, right? But also our mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, but when you, believe right that you're the locus of your control and that you have the power um and the opportunity to heal your body to heal your mind and your brain um we can do wonders with our health and wellness right yeah um they've i mean we look at like sports athletes sport athletes and visualization, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's a similar idea um, in that when you know that you have that control and that power and you believe it, um, we, it may sound silly, but you can believe yourself into health and wellness um, because you're creating that within your body by um, real, uh, um, by focusing on a different mindset. Yeah. Cause then it triggers the brain to create different chemical reactions, right? Yes. Like I'll always go back to say your brain is just going to go look for evidence to prove yeah. it all true. Whatever you believe it's like, all right, you believe we're going to die. I'm going to go find evidence to prove that we're dying. So you yeah. believe, no, I'm going to beat this gonna beat it and your brain's like okay we're gonna beat this and it produces a whole different set of chemical responses yes yeah that's very true um in the field of um neurology and neurobiochemistry is beginning to shed light on that because um i think conventional medicine didn't really understand or didn't really believe that um 
they had uh, attributed it to a lot like the placebo effect, mm -hmm. right? Um, so they have looked at different um, groups of people who have cancer and their level of spirituality, right? And they've found that um, some folks who have a stronger spiritual background and who um, have a meditation practice or a prayer, devotional practice, um, will be, uh, will have better outcomes in their health um, around cancer care than those who don't, right? Um, and so by looking at that, we can, you know, they're starting to see, okay, well, something's changed in our brain, right? Something is, is um, actively changing and happening um, that as they uh, participate in those activities, uh, they're creating a situation within their body um, that is decreasing cancer cells, right? That's increasing their own immunity, increasing their own cells of, of regeneration um, to, yeah, reduce the cancer cells. Yeah, it's power in the mind. It's huge, right? it's huge. And I don't think that we given, given enough credit overall. No. <laughs> Why? Because we believe the control is outside of us. That's what we've been programmed, right? That's what we've been taught. So that's why we're har harping on this with you guys because we care, right? And I truly believe that our world will change when we start taking ownership of our lives and con and seeing the control we have. Mm -hmm. And um, and that's what we want to empower you guys to do. That's what this whole podcast, this especially this episode, is about: is giving the power back to you guys. You want 2021 to be amazing? Then you make 2021 amazing. You start working on your thoughts and you start changing your beliefs and you do the hard work just to start questioning everything that feels so real to you and asking, does it serve me? Does it serve me? If 2021 is my last year to live, how do I want to live it? How do I want to show up in this world, regardless of what's going on, regardless of the government, regardless of the pandemic, regardless of it all, how do I want to show up? So if December rolls around in 2021 and I'm laying on my deathbed, I can look back over 2021 and be like, I did it. I lived it my way. And I chose not to live in fear this year. I didn't care what went on outside of me. I lived it my way. Yeah. Right. So that's what, like, we're just empowering you guys. It's hard work. It's hard work to take the full responsibility of your life and to know that you're fully in control of it, but it's so worth it. Cause then you actually start living, you start <laughs> living the life you want to live. Right? right. And, and we want that for all of you. Yeah. Once you get started, it's, it can be very uh, rewarding and motivating, right? Um, you create that own hope within your life. Um, and it is hard work, but here's the thing. You guys don't have to do it alone, right? We are here to support you. Um, if there's any way that we can support you in this journey, please feel free to reach out. Um, we, yeah, want to be your allies <laughs> and help you kind of maneuver through this because, um, the, that reward or um, that light that you create um, is so powerful and can be so bright uh, once you begin to um, uh, uncover it. Yeah, and I love that you pointed that out. Like, the journey to where you are today and the journey to where I am today was not a solo journey. 
Oh no, I couldn't have done right. it by myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had no, I don't I don't know if guru is the right word, but I always like to think of like someone that's like already done the journey or a little bit of farther ahead of me, like as my guide. Right. Yeah. Like you yeah. and I had so many guides in our life to help us get to this place where we can in turn turn around and help other people. You help right. other people heal and let and encourage their body to heal itself, right? I help people by getting to the root causes of faulty beliefs and thoughts so then they can live an empowered life and live a life they want to live, right? It's just you and I giving back to what our guides have given to us, right? right. And you're yeah. right. Go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, to me, this information and this perspective is so exciting. I want to share it with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it so much. That's why like I show up. Yeah. So, like aggressive about it. <laughs> like it's like, I'm kind of a little bit forceful. Like you have to believe this. Why do I, why am I like that? Because it has literally changed my life. Yes. It's like, if you had the cure to cancer, Carmen, I would hope that you would be forceful and pushy about it. Like, yeah. look, you're stupid not to listen to me. I literally have the cure in my hands. So that's why I get fired up. Like, I literally have the cure, <laughs> right? To be able yeah. to live the life that you want to live because I didn't. Right. Yeah. I think when you get to a point where um, you are accountable for you, right? And you're excited to show up every day and, and um, be able to, to make those changes within your life. Like you said before, we're changing. Um, we have the opportunity to change the communities, right? Change the world when we begin to take that locus of control. And so to be able to share that with people and show them guide them on that journey um because it can be a really bumpy road <laughs> uh to get there on your own and so to have that opportunity to to work with somebody um to guide you there so you can get there a little bit quicker and a little bit i can't necessarily say painless but um with it with support Right. right. To be able to get there with support right. um, and be able to, you know, use uh, um, us as a, um, a, a springboard or a, um, a resource. A resource. Yeah. yeah. To be able to, to support you on your journey is, um, yeah, is a big deal, I think, uh, to be able to have that support. So. For sure. Yeah. Take advantage I love, of it. <laughs> I love the analogy. Um, they used it about having having a life coach, but I'm gonna oh. use it for both you and I. It's like, yes, you can totally do all the research about what foods to eat and how to get your body to stimulate itself to heal itself, right? You can do all that. And you can do the journal work and read self-help books. And thought work, you can do all those things just like you can walk to California. You can do it. It is possible. However, Carmen and I are offering you plane tickets to California. Right? Yeah. You're still gonna get the same result. You're getting to California. It's like, do you wanna walk there or do you just wanna take a plane ride there? Yeah. 
That's true. I love that analogy. I mean, everybody's journey is different, right? Um, but to be able to support people on theirs um, so that, yeah, you get a little bit more, uh, get there f faster, right? Maybe a little bit more um, inconvenience uh, in, a, in a convenient way, I guess I say, if you choose to, to uh, ride a plane to California versus walking. There's a lot less ups and downs in that, in that journey. Yes, yes. So, all right, my friends, this is your year. Create it how you will. So we will catch you on episode 41. Hi, friends. Thank you for joining us this week on our podcast. Um, we appreciate any comments that you guys might have. Um, please send us a review on iTunes. Um, we personally reply to all your comments, and we love to see what you guys are thinking. Um, if you'd like an update and idea on our courses that we have to offer, please check out our website at thriveandalignedhealing.com. <laughs>